This, 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 this is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Efren and Reed. Woo! I love you, love you, love you. The Heffron and Reap Show. And there you go. I missed the button. That's okay. What's up? Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. There you go. I can hear you better now. That silky smooth voice you heard briefly was John Heffron. I'm John Reap, and you're listening to the Heffron and Reap Show. Um, again, raining like crazy where I'm at, but the feedback I got. Um, is you can't hear it online, so I will not mention it. Yeah, Even I don't hear it at all. Hugging me, uh, I will not mention it. And and if you look, look at this thing. Look what I got going. Oh, are you smoking now? You I got, got a vape, vape pen? I vape. Um. So here is a, a so four hundred times better internet here in the barn. Uh. Something I had not planned on, and it is only October, but uh, hopefully this thing won't won't blow up. Um, I'm scared. John is bringing. Oh, oh, he's got a. Oh, he's got like a heat fan. Yeah, one of them satellite dishes that kind of throw heat at you because it's cold. It's thirty six degrees here. And earlier, just for the podcast listeners, John is not vaping. He it's literally that cold in the barn where he's at when he breathes out. You can see his breath. Yeah, sacrificing for the show. I love it. Great attitude, man. How are you? Things are metal. I'm probably gonna touch things and and uh, get sucked on. I'm good. I uh, hope you're well. This weekend, I was at uh, in Toledo, at Toledo in in Toledo. At the Perrysburg, Ohio. Perrysburg, which was easier to get to than Toledo. Um, you're there, uh, I believe, October. Had I, I would see your picture uh, before I went on stage. The 20-somethings. 29, I don't... 30, 31. Halloween night. Oh, that'll be good. I don't know, dude. I'm worried know. about it. Listen, what, Halloween night, about- it's huh? going to be a full moon. Okay. That, yeah. uh, I love all the funny bones, but I know that Toledo likes to have a good time, which could which could lead to a row, loud and rowdy crowd, and I'm worried about it. I, I uh, again, Toledo people are awesome. That particular comedy club uh, has a it has a full moon feeling um, during the day. Not full moon. So I, I it, it's one of those things where I, you just, I, I don't know if they need to sage that room. There was one show that I was coming up with new stuff that I've never said that it, it felt like what it used to when you perform all the time, when you're just like weaving stuff and you're doing callbacks and it just felt good. Opposed yeah. to these shows where you haven't performed in five months when you're like, I think I had a bit about this. I'm going to start to talk and I'm hopefully going to remember what the punchline was. <laughs> uh, so there was one of those shows yeah. that were good. Um, the other ones, uh, people were new at coming out again and, in kind of the, the audiences have to be uh, uh, retaught yeah. how to act in public. You yeah. know, uh, just, it's a lot of people who've just been home 
Although Ohio, it doesn't seem like they're in such as big a lockdown as uh, in Michigan. Okay. Uh, I got uh, one little, there was one little thing. Yeah. Um, uh, when I'm out, I wear a mask. It's just, it's just something that I do for right now. In, in, I, I, if you don't have a mask on, I don't tell you to put one on. I, I, I know nothing about your life. I don't care. I wear a mask, especially at an arcade where people are walking around, touching random knobs, and not kind of nobody was wearing a mask. Wait, so, you were at an arcade? Well, at the comedy club now, they got rid of the restaurant, and it's an 80s arcade. <gasps> that is that whole area. Unlimited games, anything you want to do from every game you can think of. Oh, that's awesome. Church here. Yeah, it's really cool because you just walk around, you just play whatever, then the show's right there. However, you know, you do kind of feel like you're performing at a Chuck E. Cheese, um, (laughs) you know, because it's all like arcade stuff. And then in the showroom, it's it's you. But shows were great. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm just giving you what the environment is. Got it. Um, You know, and there's one like that. um, And uh, funny bone, I believe, St. Louis or Kansas City. Kansas City. Yeah. Same people, same owners. Yeah, well, no. I like I I I like that. You know, I like to have one side's the arcade and one side's the the, the funny bone. I think that's a, a good combination. It's a good vibe. It, it brings out people. I don't know. I like I like the crowd that it attracts. Yeah, it's a good vibe. Um, you know, and it, it just um, everything um, I'm complaining about. I've missed, so it, it's not me complaining. I'm happy to be in front of people again. Um, but if I owned a comedy club, I just wouldn't have a fishbowl of drinks. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you about the fishbowl. That, that they just, still got the fishbowl? And they got a thing called a suicide slushy. Um, <laughs> uh, remember, did you ever work the improv in Hollywood, Florida, which is technically Fort Lauderdale? Yes, I did. That was at the thing. So before you went into that club, there was this bar called uh, Wet Willies. Yes, where every all the booze came out of a, a right. slushy, like a slushy. It's machine. a million slushy machines just back next to each other, and you can go up and go. I'll take a banana, Mahama Mama breeze. Yeah. And so, doing shows like that is tough because people get really. Uh, they're in a really good mood. Yeah. And then the pure grain alcohol sugar hits them. And then it, then it's kind of tough. Yeah. Um, so I, so I do the shows. Um, super fun. It was a two person show. Um, Wait, two person show. Mm-hmm. Uh, local person. Local. Yeah. You didn't bring anybody. Mm, no. Uh, no. Is that the format moving forward? Not bringing. Uh, a no, pe- no. I mean, the yeah, club usually is got a. They're only having two people shows. Uh, I wonder why. I, think, I I don't know if that's a safety thing or a, a money mm. thing. Other shows were were sold out though. There, they're, so I think they're allowed to have a hundred people. There were okay. um, there was a hundred people almost every show except for Sunday, um, which was way less, but still a really really fun show. Got it. Um, no two mics, by the way, if that bothers you in a mic stand it's everyone has the same one i'm still a little i have i have those uh mic condoms that i showed you those uh no i've heard uh, you have one uh not on me but they're a hundred 
you get a hundred on Amazon for nine bucks and they're disposable and you just drop that thing over the mic, even without COVID get it because it makes the mic not smell like chicken fingers (laughs) or, you know how guys do it but, they like they're giving a blow and they you smack yeah. their head with it. It just feels safer to have on there. What does it look like? Is it a, um, is it, and it's not like a condom where it's rubber. Otherwise you wouldn't be able to hear. Is it like a, um, like a net? Is it like a it film? Looks like, it looks like, uh, I can't believe I don't, I don't have one. They have it, different colors. It, uh, no, it looks like a mushroom. It looks like the top of a mushroom. You're playing a Mario brother. So it's white with these little spots. And it looks <laughs> like your microphone's wearing a little shower cap. <laughs> okay. Do you have jokes about it? I mean, do you I, go up there and put it on? I literally, and these are hockey stuff, but it's, no, weird. it's, yeah. First time I, I went on stage, I, I took the disinfectant wipe and I wiped off the pole and then I put the thing on. Yeah. And I think the crowd thought I was just being a dick to the last comic. Like I'm suddenly now right. I'm homophobe and everyone else is like, we're Americans. We don't wipe down shit. Like it was that. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, I did some it, horribly hacky, not proud of it, but they're playing Van Halen uh, when I come up. And then I just did a strip club DJ. We got twenty dollars table. That is thirty dollars VIP debt, and I was wiping down the pole. Like, I oh, was, that's no. But look, hockey. Not, it's not, uh, John. Can I say something? Okay. I think it's okay as a comedian, live comedian who performs in every club all over the country, to have hacky moments, as long as it doesn't end up in your special. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and I put the the the, the thing on and made some joke about being pro-life that you know <laughs> I, I do this because i don't know what i have i'm not so much worried about giving it because i care about other people that's you know that's you right know, that's a secret political statement but it is what it is so i get done with one of the shows and i knew that this dude was kind of going to be trouble in the beginning uh he had uh snakeskin boots on was this a friday second show no it was like thursday And then he had those jeans from the buckle that have those French, uh, you know, those designs. Yeah. He had thick stitching. Thick. Yeah. Yeah. In in the, in the, in the jeans are really the, the pants pocket, the back pockets were really bedazzled. Elaborate. Yeah. Very bedazzled. It looks like a Weeblo symbol back there. That's exactly what it is. That's hundred percent. Uh, and I have a theory: the the bigger stitching you have, or the more shit you have on your back pocket, the kind of douchier you are. Yes, I, I just I, me I, and my buddy Mark Stamos make fun of the people with the thick stitching all the time. It, it's a thing. It's a look, but you get it at Buckle. Um, you, it why. used to be Urban Outfitters. Yeah. That was the thing. Yeah, it was uh, true religion was a big I one. Have it. Um, yep, yep. yep. That, but but it's also, still hanging on in certain pockets of the country. They're just now getting it. It's already been out of style for a while, but yeah. they don't know it yet. Oh, they had it, and then just leather wristbands. Uh huh. With not even holding a watch, just leather. <laughs> right. For, for you go like this, so the hawk lands on your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> he's a falconer at your show he's a so and then he doesn't even have um 
Hold, hold on. Uh, Did he, have, was, his, was, his, was his hair highlighted at all? Was there frost tips? Did he have? Uh, um, and, and I apologize because I'm looking because I think I have a picture of oh. um, just to let you know. I'm, I bet you I bet you he's a uh, large person who wore, wore a medium-sized shirt. He had okay. I got. I got a and probably like affliction, maybe some MMA stuff, uh, maybe a self tanner, like uh, probably veneers that were way too white. Right? Yeah, he definitely he did wear a belt, which I always uh, okay. So I have to go in the recently deleted photos and. Okay. Well, do you do that? I will talk about. No, no, I have it. I have oh, it right here. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I got a bandana. Okay. Oh, bandana. That's oh, okay. okay. I'm going to okay. show. How do I do this? Okay. Well, you can send it to Alan. Who can... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay. Well, oh, man, I'm confused with this. This is a guy who's trying to hang on to his youth. Um, but no, this is, so he doesn't look in shape to me. I thought we were talking about a guy who's like does way too much CrossFit, but we're looking at a guy who's he's got like some love handles. And his pants right. are coming down. And he's got leather. He's got snake boots on. I can't tell what the, the his jeans are going so far over the shoes. I can't tell what they are. But you, you I, right? Yeah, so I trust you, you. Get it? You get it, right? Oh, so I get that guy. You get that yeah, guy. I know that so, guy. So we get done with the show, and he's he's laughing the whole show. I'm also it's a, I'm not what whatever. Um, he gets done. I'm kind of standing in the corner and there's a group of people next to me at the table that are maybe, I don't know. There's 10 people there. I, I just called them the super spreader table. <laughs> I just, right. I just wasn't comfortable having that big of people. The whole club, by the way, wipes everything down. People are spread really nice. Right. You're staged. Nobody's in front of you. They do a really, they do temperature checks. I just want to make sure I'm not, yeah. Shitting an actual thing. It's just the, the is every other table is, is are they doing the they take tables out and make more room? Out. There's you can't yeah. you know everybody's far unless you buy a table. So I think the the right. theory is if well, you if talk, you're in your own bubble, right? Yeah. Um. So they're the off there. So I get done with the show. I'm kind of standing in the side waiting for people to leave, and then I'm just then I'm gonna leave. Right. I'm not, I'm not hanging out or doing, you know, meet and greets or anything. Oh. They catch me. Yeah. They catch me and they go, Hey, take a picture with us. Mm-hmm. And I go, okay. And then they start doing the, Hey, use your camera. Well, I'll use mine oh. and text it to you. And then I'll so and then the, the woman goes, I'll get it. And then it's at the bottom of her purse. And then she's, she get, gets her reading glasses to then <laughs> un, to open up the, the, the thing. And then, he goes, let's all jump in. He goes like this to, to do the hug thing to take a picture. And I have done more. I, like, I don't want to ever cause a problem with anybody. I'm, right. although, side note, I read this thing somewhere on Instagram because uh, that said, if everybody likes you, you don't. Right? So basically, that means just have a personality where everybody likes you. You probably aren't okay with yourself. Let me let me ingest this information for a second. Okay. 
I feel like I'm a pretty likable guy. Yeah. I do know some people who don't like me. I don't talk about those people. I don't wear right. that on my sleeve. Right. So I think I'm okay here with this information. And proceed. Uh, so, but I get like that. You're, you're going to start to notice a self-reflecting John Heffern over the next couple of weeks. Okay. But I have a thing. I, I, I don't... Um, I don't ever want to cause a ruckus, but I'm also at an age now where I'm a grown man. I can cause a few or, or yeah, not. you got to put your foot down sometimes, right? It, it's a thing, right? Uh, not even that. I should have just, so he says, you want to take a picture? We, we know 700 comics that I, I should have just went not right now. It's just, I, I don't feel safe. That's all I should have said. Social distance. So I go, let's take a picture where you guys are standing and we'll just point at each other and it's the Corona pic or picture. So oh, I, now that's yeah. pretty cool. You made a thing out of it. So then we take a picture and I go, I appreciate you guys coming out. Thank you. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Is literally what I said. Then the guy goes, let's do one without the masks. Mm, okay. And then I go, uh, no. <laughs> I go, no. So you, we're not going to do it. And then he looks at me. Oh, it's an inch from my face and goes, take the fucking mask off. So now my heart is because you saw that fat fuck. Sorry for the swearing. Zero intimidation of him, right? Like you fight big guys. You just got to weather three punches and then they can't breathe and they got to get their inhaler. He's not. I had it all planned out. Those dumb pockets were going to be around his ankle. And I <laughs> So I literally, I, oh. I go, now I move the mask here and just go, what'd you say? He goes, take your fucking mask off. I paid for a ticket. I, uh, not I own you or I control you. He said something of that. So then I thought, this oh is my. Thursday. Oh, so, right. So I go, this is Wait, time out, time out, time out. How old are we talking? This is dude. He's probably ballpark. Who knows? You know, some dudes just look older. He's probably in his thirties, I guess. Third, fourth. Not okay. scary. I would have. He's not. Him. He's not fifty-five, and he's not twenty-one. Could have. He could have been. He looks like Bobby Flav, or Flavor, or or who's the guy who wears the Bobby Flavor Flav? Bobby Flavor Flav. Yeah, that's know him. Yeah. No, but he's bam. Yeah, boy. He had a crew of you know there were six other dudes there. Oh, but man. I had a moment where I go. Okay, if I get in a fight now, I don't have to perform for the rest of the weekend because I'll just pick <laughs> up and I'll get press or that'll that'll like mm. when the cops come and they got a thing. Then John Hever got in a fight because he had a mask on and now it's some weird crazy yeah. political thing. And then I could have plugged our podcast. I had a moment <laughs> of you know what I mean? Like 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 I I just have this that's great. Uh, you know, I just I, I turned 50. I moved. I got the vote. I have this. I, I've not had this explosion of all this stuff that's happened to me. I haven't done like right. I haven't had a yeah. haven't had a thing. I'm kind of yeah. like saving it almost like you're playing video games and I'm getting my my crazy power up. So when I really need it, I can. Are you can? Yeah. Fight. So yeah. wait a second. So that was that, um, and, I, and then I go, I'm wearing my mask, you guys, take care, and I just walked away. So I, I don't even have a good story where I told everyone, fuck no, no, or whatever. No, this story is so amazing. I got on stage the next day. Okay. Then I yelled at that crowd, and I said, 
I told him that story. Um, and then I described what he looked like. And then I go, probably everybody, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, all look, you all wear the same thing. It was probably tough. And then I said, listen, people, I don't say anything about those of you wear who, who wear sleeveless Hooters t-shirts. How about you don't say anything about my mask? How about, how, how about that? I, you've, you, I, you've made some, some wardrobe choices that I necessarily yeah. wouldn't make. Um, right. Yeah. So that would, that would, that's, but you're so there. many things uh, to say about your story. Go ahead. Um, wow. I bet the adrenaline was flowing through you. I like autumn. I left. That's like, there's a couple times in my life where something happened, but who knows nowadays with, he could be part of the, you know, the Cabela militia. So he's got a Cabela gift card in his back. Well, look, yeah, you know, <laughs> his buddies have been training with pie tins behind them because they don't like how their lack of education has turned them out in the world. So now they're going to take over. A guy. I don't know. It just, you know, um, sometimes you don't know how those were going to work out. Right? No, you probably I, had a wallet chain. You uh, probably would have hit me with that. Yeah. And then, you know, and then. But let me just ask you this question in your gut. One-on-one, you could have taken this guy easily. I'm a wuss. No, I don't know. But he was big enough where I know I could have, uh, you know. What, like, how is he? How tall was he? He's a little shorter than me. Probably weighed 100 some pounds more than me. But, but I know that you've done some martial arts in your day. Where I'm, I'm not bragging. I wrestled 105 pounds when I was yeah. in high school. Bro. I know you know uh, some fighting techniques. I know you did some martial arts in your his day. His pants were so low. I would have shot in for a double leg. I would have just whipped out. I, Pants would have been down, but he had friends. Then well, I that's that's the, that's why I say one on one. If it were just you two, you could have taken it, but it's never just you two, because he obviously didn't come alone. But anyway, the adrenaline must have been flowing like crazy. I See, crazy. I don't was that, and that was the only show you had that Thursday. Yeah, what a horrible way to start the weekend. <laughs> just when how we said it, take fucking musical, take like that. Oh man. God, that just makes you want to swing right there. Not even a, not even a mask. He had like a bandana. What was the hair situation? It didn't. It was a. Uh, I don't know. Do we have a hat. Gift cards to the the sports cuts that that uh, really the haircut places where they have a sports theme. And that's where the dudes go. But he had hair. I think so. Yeah, right, you don't remember that part. Gomer. Just a big goofy. Well, screw that guy. What, yeah. Uh, he'll be at my show, I'm sure. Um, oh, I told dude, him to. There's people <laughs> that, that, are coming, that are coming to your show because I, I did this joke about corn, and I may have referred to you as uh, children of the corn, and then I go something about Malachi, and then every show I went, oh, speaking of which, oh. my buddy John Reap is here at the end of the month, and I had people come up and say that they bought tickets. <laughs> So I sold, you. I sold like four tickets for you. Yeah. I'm going to have to get in a fight now. The only good thing about this scenario right now that I'm thinking of is that the hotel is running distance from the club. So I could literally sucker punch this guy and then run out the door and then run to the hotel across the street and go through the back door. Like I'd have it all set up. I'd have the no, back door propped open. Here's what here's the problem with that is you'd run across the street 
and then cars are parked right there and then it's a weird run and then you get to that front door and then you go where's my key oh i left it in the green room so then the door of the hotel doesn't open and then you gotta buzz the and girl getting- and then she gets off uh, her facebook page in the back and then walks over <laughs> And then she's like, can I help you? And I'm like, yeah, I got to. So then you're fighting the guy out front. Oh, my God. So I think you're fighting no matter what. Yeah. Well, but, I am uh, different than you in that I'm not as. Um, I don't want to use the word germaphobic. Like, I don't have mic condoms. I have a mask. I sell my own mask, but I don't always wear it. You know, I've had the COVID already. Yes, I feel like I've already that. like been there, done that. Yeah, that's so I, I'm not as worried about that part, but I don't yeah. like rudeness. I don't like the guy telling you to take off the effing mask. How he said it that bothers me. You meant like how he said it made you mental, made you mental. And I'm going to read you a story about uh, rudeness. So I'm going to stall while you talk. Okay, so look, I will be in Toledo. Um, with my own masks. By the way, the food there is so good. The video games are so good. Yeah. Uh, the, st- the staff, good. Um, some really good shows every once in a while. Uh, you know, you can predict it. Like there, there was a group of guys that all just look crazy tough. There may be nine of them, right? Um, and y'all had cohort or cohort uh jackets and they just look like they just throw trucks for a living like <laughs> if they walk into a place yeah um and just toss trucks and oh. they, they were drunk as they were out out there super drunk and uh i'm like there's no way they're coming to the show so as i'm about to get on stage I see them moving towards the door and I went to the, uh, the sound guy and the guy who seats people. I go, don't put, don't walk them into the front of the room during my show. Please don't do that. And, um, sure enough, just walked right Mm -hmm. there, sit down in the, in the guy sits down. It was like, we missed it. Start over. Um, you know that and then he was just very enthusiastic not he was like heckling after everything you said and i had a moment where what night was this doing comedy and then during that i go i don't miss this i had a story about people being ruder that i've been trying to look for what Um, night was the the carhartt people uh probably the next day wait do i these are the people who don't know how to shake hands um they feel like it's a squeezing contest yeah. Uh, you know, I, I would love to, I like to shake, you know, before COVID, I was always about high-fiving and shaking hands and fist bumping and, you know, whatever you want to do, meeting and greeting. But some people, they just don't know. Like, I'm not going to get into a, a, a freaking grip contest with you, okay? <laughs> now, and I get it. You've been taught firm handshake. That's great. And a firm handshake is fine, but know the difference between a firm handshake and you being an a-hole and trying to squash my hand. Because what am I supposed to do? Squeeze back? And then what? the next thing we're doing, we're sitting here looking at each other. It's a staring contest. I, don't like I hate those. I don't like that, John Heffern. I kind of like the I like the, the thing. Yeah. Give me a wave. I like to do a namaste. I, I like doing yeah, a, one of these namastes. Where you don't even – you can. I can go like this and go like that to you and not – have to touch your knuckles we That's get it fine. yeah we, we get it yeah don't squeeze my hand 
get it? I couldn't find that article. There's a whole article um, that I just read about um, people getting ruder. I think that is a thing right now, and I don't understand it. I don't. Uh, anyway, yeah, it, because uh, 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 no, I believe that that's true. Um, real quick, I want to ask the Alan Jackson. We're going live. We haven't even brought this up yet. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter right now. And I'm sure, and I'm not looking at the comments. I don't, oh, wait, I got the mouse right here. I guess I could look at some comments. Yeah, did we do our Patreon stuff? We, we, we should be plugging that. And that should almost be our first thing out of our mouth, by the way. Oh, there it is. Bam. Alan has put up, uh, visit heffernandreap.com. Click on our Patreon if you want to support the podcast. Um, you know, there's many different rewards and shout outs that you get if you become a Patreon supporter of Heffern and Reap. Keeps us motivated, keeps the lights on here at the studios, keeps the heater on over there for John Heffern. Maybe we'll get him some indoor plumbing. Right. <laughs> but uh, check out our website, heffernandreap.com, and uh, snoop around. You can watch, listen. Uh, and be a supporter. There's old episodes up there. We've done a couple of these, and we're having a ball, and we hope you are. Um, you know what? Tonight's kind of – it's October the 19th as we're talking right now. Do you know that, John? October 19th. As uh, we're recording this live. Okay. Just so people know, I'm not joking when I say it's live. Right now, it's October 19th, 2020. Oh, and, okay. we, uh, and what does this podcast love? It loves the 80s. We love the 80s. Do you know what happened on this day in 1987, John Heffern? Let's see. It is October 19th, 1987. I was, pro I was probably working at a grocery store, Colonial Market, and being excited that I was a junior in high school. One more year, and I'm out of this place. I was probably excited about that. Uh, yeah. trying to decide if, if I was too old to dress up for Halloween because you know how you hit that age yes. where you just kind of run around and, and parents go, you're, you're just too old. So, but I don't know what happened happened. By the way, side note, John. Well, uh, I uh, We have new Patreon supporters, by the way. Alan just put it up. Brenda Sachs and Don Bonham. Thank you. Let's clap for them, John. Clap for Brenda Sachs and Don Bonham. Thanks for being Patreon supporters. Yeah, there's my clapping. Um, but no, what? Uh, no, it won't shut up. What? What happened? 1987, October 19th. Dude, check this out. You ever heard of Black Monday? Black Monday. Uh, it's uh, isn't that the buying stuff online? Nope, that's Black Friday. And uh, that's that's after that's no. Yeah, Black Friday is, wait, it's after Christmas or before things? This has nothing to do with Christmas or Thanksgiving or holiday or shopping. Yeah. Black Monday in 1987, stock markets around the world crashed, yeah. including the Dow Jones stock market index. It fell like 508 points, down 22%. That's four and a half times the previous daily record. It was like a bit, it was a really bad day. If you were someone who had stocks, <laughs> but a 1987 John Heffern probably didn't uh, care about that. So but 1987, that was a, uh, 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 I bet you huge amounts or lack of, of cocaine was probably 
gladly taken that because <laughs> if you were in the stock market, I just figure every guy back then who wore those suits, right, did all that drugs, and then they lost a lot of money. Uh, like the werewolf of Wall Street. How about this thing that I looked up? Random, random. Oh, oh, dude, we should be doing subject changes. By the way. Oh wait, does Alan have some queued up before we do it? Because I want to give him time. Okay. This is Mimosa, and it's time for a Heffron and Reap subject change. All right. That was my mom. Are, are, you, uh, are you afraid of anything? Do you have any phobias? Wow. It's funny that you bring this up because I just went to a haunted adventure right here in Hickory called Lake Hickory Haunts, and it's really good. I'll tell you about it later, but to answer the question... I don't like spiders and I don't like snakes. Um, I without my looking up capabilities, I wouldn't know. I just found this website of. I was trying to figure out what I'm afraid of, and because I've grown into some fears. Um, uh, do you know what a mexophobia is? I'm afraid to say it. Uh, it sounds racist. Okay, no, that's a fear of riding in a car. Uh, what is it? Uh, a mexophobia? Um, see, uh, 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 look, it sounds like you're saying Mexican, like a Mexican. Mexican. You're afraid of Mexicans. That, that's why I said it sounds racist. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about this? Chromophobia? What is it, though? Wait, what is it? The, uh, the one I just told you is just the fear of, of cars. You're just afraid of cars. Dude, can I just... I laughed at you because I thought you were saying when I said it sounds racist that you said, no, racist is a fear of cars, like racing, like you're racing. <laughs> I thought you made a double joke. I gave you too much credit. No, uh, no, no. I'm because I'm trying to read. And, you know, um, do you know what? Chronometrophobia. Chronomet. Mm-hmm. I, do, I do know what this is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know I know someone with this. Yeah. What is it? Well, that's the fear of. Um, you no ever, have you ever like had a pack of gum, and you pull the gum out, and it has the aluminum foil on it, and then you accidentally bite into the aluminum foil, right? So you get a taste of that. Like if you have a, if you have a filling in your mouth, it gives you a shock. Yeah. So this is the fear of um, chewing something that could taste like chrome. It's called what again? Uh, uh, chronometrophobia. Yeah, with a mint flavor. It's if you have a mint flavored gum that's still wrapped in aluminum foil. That's the chronometrophobia. Yes, I've heard of this. Yeah, you were close. It's the fear of clocks. <laughs> like how would you be uh, like afraid of clocks? That would be the weirdest yeah thing. Those well, you know watching on Facebook if you have any fears. Flavor uh, Flavor Flav suffers from this. <laughs> I, he, I have, the best way to deal with your fears is to face it head on. So Flavor Flav famously has this and he just says, "You know what time it is? It's time to wear get over this and wear clocks all the time." Here's one. I know a lot of people that are this one, uh, gamma phobia. You know what that is? Yes, that is people who are afraid of uh, turning into the Hulk uh, with the gamma rays. And you don't, 
Uh, you're afraid to get too much gamma rays that you'll turn into the Hulk when you get mad. Close. That was a, f- a fear of marriage. <laughs> well, you know. I, I, I think that would be one people grow into. You know? Like, that's one, like, you get, there's, uh, like. Uh, well, yeah. here's someone says Ray Lou has a severe emotophobia. Emetophobia? Okay, hold on. I'll, I'll tell you what that is, right? Hold on. D. Um, Entophobia, um, is. is that what you said? E-M-E-T-O-phobia. Oh, no, but there's a... Uh, it sounds disgusting. There's a E-P-E, or E-P-H-E-B-I-P-H... What are you doing okay. I'm done with this bit. It's a fear of teenagers, but there's literally fears. Like you can have fear of teenagers. Which one's the fear of teenagers? The one that she said? No, the one that I that I'm saying that I can't. Now I have to look up this emetophobia thing. Um, misophobia, isn't that what's on TV all the time? That guy, do you have misophobia? No, that one's dirt and, and germs. Um, it's a, a specific I, I, phobia I, I, that involves an extreme fear of vomiting. See, yeah. So this person, oh, admit, yeah. I've heard of emetophiles. If you listen to Howard Stern show, there's a guy that loves to be vomited on. It's like, uh, like the vomit guy. So this girl saying she is, uh, she doesn't like to see it, like it bothers her. Like she has a phobia of people throwing up. Here's a uh, octophobia. Brand's afraid of syrup. You'll be kidding me. Afraid of? Why would you be afraid of syrup? Like when you get, I got so scared. Uh, I'll get it on my hair. This is Bryn Adams on Facebook leaving us a comment just for the listeners. She's afraid of syrup. Now maple syrup, any specific brand or all syrup? What about honey? <laughs> I feel like honey could be in is also like a syrup. There's uh, octophobia. You know what that one is? That's the fear of the octomom from that reality show? That's exactly what that one is. No, that's the fear of the figure eight. What? There's too many phobias. Like the fear figure eight. So you you could never be an ice skater because you couldn't do uh, a figure eight. <laughs> right. Um, you would hate. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, John, um, earlier we were talking about we might have celebrity pop-ins from time to time. Um, This is off-air. We talked about it. We've not had a guest on this podcast, but there's a chance we could um, because I've given two people our Zoom link here, whatever you want to call this, StreamYard, whatever it is we're doing. Uh, and I told them just to pop in anytime. So I don't know. Do we want to set up how? So let's set up how this happened, just by the way. Oh, yeah, please do. Okay, so I sent you a text and you didn't respond. And then how dare you? I sent a thing saying, okay, John Rape, um, just read your text. Uh, 500 bucks. I really don't have that. I was just, I was just baiting you. Um, what? I can get a friend on sooner than you. you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. 
I got Debbie Gibson, my my friend Shannon Bream, who's a, a, a news anchor, and then Mary Lynn Rice. Uh, because I got turned down, right? I tried getting guests for our show, mm-hmm. and I reached out to a couple people, um, and one basically said no, uh, and the other one said yes, but then made up some lie. Uh, so I'm done trying to get guests. So I'm only going to do it through Instagram. Debbie Gibson has blown us off before, um, but I just I just have a feeling we can get Debbie Gibson. Mm. I, you know I, I, mean? I would do a, a lot of things for you <laughs> if you could get Debbie Gibson. I was madly in love with her when I was like in the, you know, what year was that? She's like eighties. Yeah, the eighties. I loved her. Um, real quick, Jessica in Reynolds. She didn't even says, respond. John, I'm thirty minutes from Toledo. Do you need a bodyguard from Mister Bedazzled Jeans? Uh, yes. Uh, come to the comedy club in Toledo and just be yeah. on standby. I yeah. may or may not need you. Um, uh, hey, hey, guys. Oh, wait. Uh, hey, we got somebody that wants to jump in if you guys are ready for him. Hey, is it oh, do we get to know who it is or do you just do it? I'll just do it. <laughs> All right. Let's find out who uh, who we got. Wait, did he play our. We have a video. Oh, Alan, is there a video that. that... Hey, the... Okay, that was a special guest video, and joining us, it looks like his mic is turned off and his camera's not on. I do see the name. I do know the name. At this point, my friend Jeff has to figure out the microphone and the camera, and I know he will get there because he went to UNC Chapel Hill. He is a smart man. Uh, The Alan Jackson, did you know this? You're talking to a fellow... Tar Heel alumnus, once we get him figured out. Yes! Jeff? Jeff. Hello. Hey! Hello, John. Hey, Jeff. This is my very first guest in the history, not the history of the John Reap and John Heaven podcast, right? It's the first guest that we've had on when we went live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and the and the new revival of Heffern and Reap. My good friend, my old school buddy, Jeff Richards, everybody. Good evening, and thank you for having me. How, can you hear me on the microphone? Um, I can a little bit. How does he sound to you, Hef? Yeah, sounds perfect to me. Sounds good, it's buddy. Like this. Yeah. yeah. What's happening, you guys? Uh, nothing, Je- Jeff. We like we've met a few times, right? We know each other. If I saw you at yeah. an airport, I would walk over to you and be like, "What's up, dude? How yeah. are you?" Um, I love the stuff that Jeff does on your, what do I always see you on? Oh, dude, TikTok, Instagram. Uh, yeah, he's on, on he's it, killing it with these face filters, man. Yes. Yes. Every time I see them, uh, I was just stop and I'm a full click through. <laughs> I watch the, the entire thing because you can do so many awesome impressions and I don't know how to do any, I, I don't know how to get Robert Downey Jr. One. You too. <laughs> Anybody can do Robert Downey Jr. You just really do a Southern California surfer that's pretty like, it's just like, you know, it's like hey, hang 10, you know, like surf up, you know, just like the whole thing, you know, it's like sand in, in your underwear, right? It's like weird. It's like 
bubonic. It's like this weird ethereal, like strange, esoteric. <laughs> yeah, he, that's a word he uses a lot. Es- it's like esoteric. It's like, it's like mesmerizing. It's like, have you ever had a Del Taco quesadilla and you just say to yourself, I'm just going to jump off a bridge? It's so good. You know, because they put peppers in there. How can. <laughs> Jet, as somebody who's never done. I, I don't even know how people do impressions. Like, even in my act, I think I have one go to thing when you're talking. You know how you do a dumb voice. Then, then this guy's like, Hey, you want to go and you do a thing, but I don't know how people hear anybody else. And I do one impression. I do one. Do you want to see it? Proceed. Okay. Yeah. And I've done this. I've done this impression since high school. Okay. It's uh, <clears throat> um, it's uh, Yoda climbing onto a log. Okay. <laughs> 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 That's all it takes. Dick, it's the only one. I, I can't. One, I can't. Yeah, thing. John, why am I just not hearing this? I'm saving it because you know I'm just saving it just for I, I don't even know. Um, well, wait, me and Jeff go way back, dude. Do, we- actually, when John and I started, one of my first jokes was, "This is David Letterman as Darth Vader." <laughs> I'm dad. <laughs> <laughs> You would just and John, you've been on my show before, haven't you? Dave, it's Dave Letterman. You've been on my show, haven't you? <laughs> Heffron has, yeah. Heffron's been on Letterman. That's what I'm talking about, Johnny Heffron. Nice going, good for you. Way to go. I have uh uh I've been obsessed with trying to learn how to do just one impression. Right during quarantine, I've been watching yeah. videos. I'm like, I don't even know how people start or I mean, so I'm nasally. I sound a certain way. So there's a couple. So I'm trying to figure out what's in my all in life. I want to do is learn how to do Winnie the Pooh. That's literally I just I sit around my house going, oh, Christopher Robin. Like, I don't know how to do it like that. And that do it. So- do it. Do it. Do it. Do some of it right now. Let's try to workshop it. I, can't. I, I only know how to say, "Oh, Christopher Robin, oh, oh Piglet, it's her." I don't know. I, I don't even know how you start. So let's do that, Jeff. If yeah. somebody's listening, <laughs> or we have everybody listening, everybody's got a good impression in them. I'm sure. Um, so if we're, I know this is a, this is a big, broad question, but how do you even start? How do you if if well, you? Hear, I think. It starts with like a performance, maybe, you know, like with Willem Dafoe. I never wanted to do Willem Dafoe. I never tried to do Willem Dafoe. But then I saw American Psycho when he was the detective. And he's just like, I just I just want to ask you a few questions. So, um, you know, and he just, he just, I just, um, that's not the information <laughs> I had. Remember when he said, remember Patrick Bateman was like, listen, I, I just want to help. I just, I just want to help. So um, what do you do? Well, first we went to Drago's. Then we went to the Iron Lake. Then we went to Sheba's and then Manny's. Don't you know all this? I just wanted to see if you knew. I don't know if that explains it. I can watch this all freaking night, dude. John, I, yeah, yeah. So, John, can you do uh, a huh? 
uh, I got I, one impression, dude. Okay. Um, I uh, well, look, I can do impressions of people in my life, but no one knows them. Um, but I could do one impression, and I did this on the Countryish podcast, and I'll do it now. It's okay. There's a crossover. I think Jeff might like this. Okay. Um, Please. This is my impression of Jeff Foxworthy if he were really drunk and was trying to tell you a joke and you didn't understand the words, but you still got the joke. Okay. Does that make any sense? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ready? Huh? Here it is. What do you think? Um, I'm, I'm so stuck on now. It's all about me trying to learn. I, I probably everyone can do like the cowardly lion. That one seems easy. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. That's, not, that's that good. One Are you going to be God? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. No, that's good. That's it sounds like it sounds like you're cold. Yeah. So, <laughs> Jeff, what do, um is there? What's your favorite impression to do? I see. Uh, um, like you just enjoy I like it. To that do Gary Busey. Oh my god, Gary Busey! Like you remember when he came out with that book, Buseyisms? Everything's a Buseyism. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I just wrote a book called. Oh, what he goes? He goes. I just wrote a book called Buseyisms. Watch. B-O-O-K. Blast Ostrich Over Canada. It's a great book. <laughs> I think you'll like it. It. I-T. Interspace Tapeworm. See what I'm doing? I take a word that doesn't have anything to do with anything. Anything. A New York thing. Buy the book today. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I loved your Gary Busey. I loved your um, uh, 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 the Family Feud guy, Louis Louis Anderson. Um, you guys ready to play the feud? <laughs> you ever do that? You ever play the feud? Top five minutes on the bar. We serving hard time to mind the time to show me water. <laughs> hey, John. Wait, Heffern. I got to say this first. Okay, mm -hmm. look. Me and Jeff started around the same time at Charlie Goodnights. It, it was so fun to sit back in the room and watch this guy figure stuff out and work on stuff. He was awesome. But one of my favorite first oh, jokes. Charlie Goodnights for New Year's this year. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so, well, New Year's, it would work because you're cold, and it sounds like you're just a cold person. Okay. No. Listen, now, he had a thing. He would pull out his uh, he pulled he pulled out this chapstick, and it was Campo Fanique. and uh, I I don't know if this is on, on the uh, spur of the moment thing that he did, but I remember me and my buddy Mike Hauser Booger being in the back of the room just laughing at this fake commercial he did for Camp Campo Fanique. Um, it, it, you would do it in between things, I think. You'd pull it out and go Campo Fanique. 
I'm Hofanik. <laughs> yeah, remember her Jersey Dave? Or, yeah, Jersey Dave, and I, I'd take all his root beer. You get all pissed off. No, it wasn't his root beer. He had this was great. He had special bottles of Coke or Pepsi from when like Chapel Hill or Duke or NC State won the whole championship. Like it was a commemorative type of soda that he was keeping in the back of his fridge. And you're like, oh, and we got stoned. Like, oh, look at that, free soda. He's like, don't open that, man. You're like, come on, it's soda. <laughs> I had a friend that I'm did okay. that. I was at somebody's house and he was thirsty and he, maybe we were at somebody's parents' house and he opened up a can of Coke and was drinking it. And then the person came out and said, where'd you get that? And it was some thing from the night Lake Placid Olympics or something. <laughs> so literally this can of pop it was 25 years old <laughs> or, or something like that. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Jeff, tell everybody where they should follow you. Right now, we are going live on YouTube, Facebook, and I believe Twitter. But if there's anybody out there who needs – I'm I'm telling you, if you follow Jeff Richards, you won't be disappointed. He's always putting out – and you use a face filter. He does a lot of funny impressions. Um, tell us, Jeff, please, where can they follow you? Oh, well, you can just go to thejeffrichardsshow.com. Or uh, my handles are the Jeff Richards. You have a podcast. Yeah, started last what? week. Sweet. <laughs> well, let me know when I can be a guest. Of course. So, so wait, so, John, I have a question about how you got Jeff on the pod. So you guys are friends, and you just lobbed out and said. Hey, I mean, this other guy we're doing a pot, and he just said yes. Is that how? Oh uh, no! Look, Jeff, me and Jeff, he was on the podcast uh, when it was called Fried. I went to, oh, um, the, uh, yeah, the old one I did with uh, Sarah Tiana. There. Yeah, but I was like, every, and then I moved out of L.A. We've we've kept in touch just with social media and stuff like that. I follow him on Instagram, and so when I went live on Instagram, like literally an hour ago. You know, Jeff just popped up there. I was like, oh, yeah, holy crap. Let's do this tonight. So I'm jealous because I will not name names, but I'm officially you two maybe are the last two comics that I'm ever talking to because I've reached out to, quote unquote, friends for 20, 30 years. Right. And at, at some point you see comics podcasts and it's the same six people rotating between each podcast, right? And then yeah. you hear the same stories over and over, but it's everybody just spider webbing. So there are a couple people who I've been really close to, and the excuses I should read, that's maybe the thing. Instead of me getting guests, I'll read the, they won't say their names, I'll read the excuse of why they don't want to be on, on the show. That, oh, yeah. Debbie I Gibson. I, I know Debbie Gibson's one, right? But yeah, but how, how much do you? Okay, I'm gonna read her thing. And is this? Wait, am I am I wrecking some type of code of context? If well, you, no. But I want to say this: PM. we have another person, John. John, hang on. We have another person waiting in the waiting room. Like I told you, I could get two guys. I got the Jeff Richards to come in, and everyone check out the Jeff Richards podcast. Available anywhere you can get podcasts. 
um, or yeah, the Jeff Richards.com. But I got another comedian that's just hanging out in the waiting room, dude. Okay, he, so well, well, we're going over for a second. I see the light from the sound guy, but I want everyone to follow Jeff on Instagram, at least where I see him all the time. And I'm also assuming, uh, Jeff, are you on Cameo? Do you do Cameo? I am, but yeah. You don't like yeah. it? Uh, Not yeah. really. No. Yeah, you, you seem like you would crush it, and you seem like somebody yeah. that has a t- talent that people would want you to do an impression to think. I'm on it because of COVID, and I hadn't seen a check in five months. So I completely hoard up <laughs> and did it, and I've done, you know, 20 of them at literally I, I whatever I charge. I think it's like eight bucks. Uh, but you, that, to me, like... You, you seem like you would crush it if you're not on that. I and mean, we might as well plug it if you are. So, boom. There you go. Well, I think my price, uh, $2,500, is, is not helping me. <laughs> that's uh, the, no, that's – yeah, that's the smarter way to do it, though, because that way you only feel dumb yeah. once, and then right. it's big. Well, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. And you only need one. Yeah. And, and you're not for the month's covered. That's, that's a smart move. Yeah, we got to have business talk with uh, Jeff Richards. Maybe that's a new segment, Reap. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> I want you to learn how to do at some point. You got to get down the, the cowardly lion right now. I it still sounds like a one. cold guy and so, and uh, Winnie Jeff, the Pooh. So, Jeff, can you assign me and Reap an impression that you think because you hear my nasally voice? I don't know if if you find like somebody who's in your register. Um like I used to sound like Wyatt from Weird Science, but that's too. <laughs> no, you uh, sound like Chit. No, you do. No, no you're right, Wyatt. Wyatt. Yeah, yeah. So, Jeff, could you give me a John Holmberg assignment, and then for the next podcast, we have to do an impression. But don't I, make it. Different. I think you. This is what I think. Okay, John, I think you do the cowardly lion doing an impression of Gary from Weird Science. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See what I mean? I I see what you're saying. So that's yours. Then John, John, you should do. Let's see. Um, maybe mind. like. Wait, Jeff. You used to do an impression of me. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm John Reap. <laughs> Does that thing have a hammer? <laughs> I believe that's, it does. That's not bad. Yeah. Well, All your right, internet's a little Miami. something's a little wonky. Miami Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Jeff, we gotta let you go, man, because the internet's it's okay. all laggy and stuff. But let's do this again. Jeff, okay. it's great to see you. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'll, I'll see you online. I love you, Jeff. Yourself, All right. Be well, guys. Thanks. Okay, John, his internet was starting to lag a little bit. And um, and we have an- another person in the waiting room, I believe. Is the Alan Jackson uh, still around? Oh, yeah, I'm here. You want me to bring him in? Let me talk to Heffern first. John, you yeah. look like you're feverishly doing something. Can you talk to me, John? Are you getting – is John Heffern still here? 
Yeah, I, I was looking up weird science movie quotes. <laughs> okay. Well, we have another person in the waiting room. Would you like to talk to them instead? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bring him in. Hey! Hey, boys. Bruno! What's going on, man? Man, I've not talked to you. I'm going to put my phone down and be present because I've Thank been you. my life that uh, I am not. How are you, Reno? I haven't seen you in in it's been a minute. It had I was thinking about that today. If it was it wasn't Las Vegas, was it? Would I've seen be. you since then. Oh. We were doesn't remember where he was two was weeks working, ago. It was it's been a, it's been years probably. Like 10. Like we were Yeah, like we worked together at Harris. Oh yeah. And who right? those nights? I know, yeah. right? <laughs> that, yeah. And uh, then there was somewhere else I ran into you. I don't know, man. But anyway, it's good to see you, dude. Good to see you. Yeah, you too, man. It's good to see you. I like your your backdrop. Is it just uh like a curtain? Is that? Yeah, just I'm just in like- the dining room. Yeah, it's just the. It looks like a morgue. But yeah, it's a it's a curtain. I still can't get my head right. This stupid thing. Yeah, it's a uh. This is a curtain. Whatever my wife calls it. Hey, honey, what are these things? Are they curtains? Drapes. 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 How would you even know the? What's the difference between curtains and? There isn't any. Is it same? It's how bad you got screwed when you bought them. Probably. Uh, Are drapes? Drapes seem more expensive than curtains. Yeah. When I hear curtains, I feel like oh, it's over. Oh, it's curtains for that guy. Like it's a bad thing. You hear drapes, you go like. Oh yeah, it's it's nice. It flows. <laughs> yeah, it, it reminds me of grapes. Yeah, yeah, because it's not you. You don't ever really do a show and go. Okay, then the the host is going to introduce you, and then you walk out between the drapes. Yeah, it's always, like show business has curtains. Yeah, yeah, right. drapes. I don't. I honestly, maybe hey, the. I don't know. John Heffron, me and Reno, we've been talking, dude. We're like yeah. buddies, man. Uh, he was on Country Ish, and since then, yeah, John, I do another podcast. Okay, I do one without you. <laughs> yeah, all right. I, I tried doing one without you, but I just can't quit you, John Reeve. <laughs> <laughs> well, me and Reno, we we like at the end of it, we're like, dude, we should do something, and we're like, yeah, let's do something, and then. All of a sudden, it snowballed into something, didn't it, Reno? Yeah, now all of a sudden, yeah. Yeah, it started as just one little show, and then I think we're going to do a bunch of them. (laughs) But Reno did it all. All I said was, yeah. And then I don't know who you talked to, but some guy who's booking tiny theaters or something. Yeah, in the southeast. Um, And they're, they're like off market towns they're just smaller towns that have these little theaters that don't get shows right that's the way it was explained to me and i was like yeah man they're like 700 seats and let's go yeah and you guys are performing uh live at them yeah right yeah i was i was busy so it's cool you want to come (laughs) he said southeast john you're up there in the northeast corner actually our our rule was we had to drive, and it couldn't be longer than five hours. Right. When do you guys start doing these? December. Well, we don't have one 100% confirmed yet. Yeah, we, we have one. We have, we have one? one? What yeah. is it? In Wahala at the Performing Arts Center out in Greenville, South Carolina. All right, John. Wahala. You said five hours. Yeah. 
So we're staying in the, we're like the worst people. Like, Hey, we got you. A gig. They were like Key West. And we're like, no, no, no. You don't want to go to Key West no. no. but I will go to the Wahala performing arts center in Greenville. Right. I, we both said, cause Reno brought it up to me today. I think I was talking to you today or yesterday. He said, um, what do you think about Key West? Like yeah. he said it almost like, please say no. And I went like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, we're not going no, there. I'm not going to Key West. I mean, I love Key West. I'm impressed that you guys are actually doing that. I've had ideas to do, and I've reached out to all my people for 15, 20 years saying, I want to do these little rooms that, that seat 500 or, and I, I just blow in, I do one show and then I go to the next one. And now that I'm in Michigan, I wanted to go up down the coast and just kind of stay, do the Bob Marley approach. Yeah. Of, of right. Which is a genius for, genius. for those who, who don't know Bob Marley, unbelievably hilarious. He's not, like, not the Jamaican. Uh, yeah, singer. yeah. Right. There's a white kid from Maine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He does these theaters just uh, kind of wherever he lives. And he, he he's just a family guy. He wants to be home with his family. He goes out. He does these theaters. He's done in two months. And then he, he, you know, I think that's his plan. But everybody that I've ever tried to get it going with, uh, it's just, I, I don't know, lazy and it can never get done. So the fact that you guys have won, I'm very, very imp impressed. Look, it started with a random "let's do something," and then, and then Reno, you know, he he made it happen. So, so John, how many, you so just got to make it happen. I'm I'll, I'm a yes man. I'll say yes, and then I'll back out, and then I'll say yes again. <laughs> very, very impressed. Did you guys have not? Let, let, let's. Uh, uh, go behind the baseball. What's it called? You both are on uh, Pandora, by the yeah, way. Sure. Okay. Those are anybody listening right now, by the way. Um, how about this? If next time you're on Pandora or Spotify, create a Reno Collier, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, create a John Reap and it's on Hoffman Station. And then anytime you hear us on those stations, Give a thumbs up. That's um, I was at Pandora and I saw the analytics. They showed me exactly how Pandora works. So getting thumbs up on your track throws that track into another pool of people listening. And the more thumbs up you get, the more your, your shit gets played. And really? I sign up for uh, not now. This is everybody listening could care less about this, but I'm going to tell everybody. Um. All right, ben, uh, Benjamin, I was saying Reap and Reno. Yeah, that sounds better than, than Heffern and Reap. Let's not. All right. And then people will have to de debate, you know. Um, no, I like the Reno years better than the Heffern years. Uh, but, <laughs> but if you go to um, Pandora, you guys can moneyball it. And, I'm, and not, now I'm managing you guys. Listen. Yeah. Listen, guys, I got it all figured out, right? Same. I'm a star, right? Just got to dress the same. I'm going to boy band you. I'm going to do that guy. <laughs> I want to be edgy. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be I'm going to be that Hal Perlman guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just got out of prison. <laughs> uh, uh, you guys can go there and literally see what cities your albums or your tracks are played the most in and build a little tour around that. Nobody who handles anybody 
gets that smart and does that money ball because everybody is a phone call in. Nobody's hustling a, a phone call out. I could be, I don't know what I'm talking like. That. I hustled the, the, for us to get this show, this promoter called me and goes, uh, Hey Reno, do you want to come do this? And I said, what if I do it with John Reed too? And he goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the extent of my yeah. work. But I put it in. I, I well, made the effort. Listen, I saw an opportunity. Yeah, someone had to call you. You had to yeah. answer the had phone. Answer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yep. then you had to go. What about jo-? that's five words? Yeah. So that's something, man. That's putting that's the work lot. in. Well, a lot of people just sit back and they'll do anything. Right. Go get her, man. I'm totally the uh, like. I don't answer the phone call half the time. I won't let, yeah. I won't even answer the phone. Um, you know what I got recently, you guys are a thing, right? So we, we've all been in the same boat. You're, you're taking weeks here or there. Then you got away. Well, am I going to get the uh, reaper already have, has had COVID Reno. So he's kind of a little fearless, right? right? He's going to show up at the Toledo funny bone without a mask. Uh, however, um, I was there like a month and a half ago. I was just there last week. It was great. Wasn't it? <laughs> I uh I got in a fight with a guy because he, he wanted to take a picture and then he told me to take my fucking mask off. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you guys have a fun time. Seems fun. <laughs> yeah. um, wait, Reno, how long yeah. ago were you there? Like you a were, month and a half, month. One you were one of the first guys because yeah. I asked him how long have you guys been open? Um, and he said it was you, and then it was busy and it was super fun. Yeah, it was a blast. That place, I just all the video games from when we were younger, and the I I had a blast. But I didn't. I don't talk to people after as much. I'll mm-hmm. talk to them, but I'm not. I don't want to hug them and like normally I hug everybody. Yeah. But this is kind of like I don't want them to feel weird or me to feel weird. I didn't even sell merch because I that just touching and handing and the whole thing. Ugh. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I have books. I, I wrote a, a spy book and I was very proud of it. And I'll never sell any live because I don't know how to do that. Here's the book. Let me touch your money. I don't yeah. know. How to, uh, I don't know how to you do guys that. got the wrong merch, dude. You got to get a ginger beard oh, mask as boy. your merch. And then you have to sell it. And it's timely. See? Uh, Rio, have you been? Have you been? So you did that in Toledo. Uh, how have you felt shows going? Are you doing? Uh, how am I even asked this? Do you do COVID stuff? So, so no. And I thought, hey, I'm going to do this COVID. You see the MC in the feature doing yeah. something similar. So it's a weird thing that we all just experienced this this thing together, but yet everybody's going to be. Yeah. I didn't write COVID jokes. I wrote jokes about not being able to leave the house. Okay. So, but there's even that's out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, Everyone's been doing the same shit. Yeah. Can I go in front of you? Can I I not bit before you do? You're not leaving the house bit. How, how long when like, so when this all happened and I'm fascinated with this, right. And I said this when I was on stage, uh, this week, you know, I've done comedy for 30 years, probably traveled 30 weeks of that 30 years pretty consistently. My parents were divorced, so I was physically getting up and moving and going someplace else since I was two. Yeah, I, mean, I yeah. was literally physically there was like there was a day of being where you were 
And then there was a day of, well, I got to start packing because I'm leaving. Yeah, going to dad's. So when you knew everything was kind of shut down, when you, you were getting those phone calls probably from your peeps going, yeah, so anything in you know March, February, gone. It's zero, oh, zero, zero. That corporate big thing you were hoping that that's gone. Um, were you writing or going? I'm going to use this time to work on my thing, or did you just take a, a breath and reset and go, "Fuck it, I'm, I'm nobody's calling me, and I'm just going to sit here." I just want to feel less guilty. Okay, here's what I did. I couldn't get unemployment. Um, it, it just you know how it is. You have different things, and it's going to look weird. And by the time this all flushes out, so I had already tried to do a TV show for HGTV that was a uh, um, for their conglomerate group of companies or whatever. That was a construction show. Well, they were like, "Hey!" But right before COVID started, they were like, "Show us what you've done and what you've." Well, I haven't worked construction since I was 18 years old. I was like, I don't have, I was like taking pictures of myself in the attic with a hammer. Nobody <laughs> uses a hammer. Like it, it's so stupid. So I, they were like, pass, we're out. Right. Right. So this hits, I couldn't get unemployment. And one of my buddies is a contractor here. And I was like, he goes, dude, I need God. like the real estate's going berserk. He's like, if you want to come work, come work and you can videotape yourself doing it. So I was like, all right. I'm going to eat it financially anyway, right? Yeah. I might as well go and work and take advantage of this time and make these videos and take pictures of a before and after. So if we go back, I can go, okay, here's what I did. Here's right. what I have. What's yeah. come out of it is a ton of material about being a comedian for 25 years and then going thrown right into working construction because oh. that is – yeah, that that in and of itself is a a, a world turned upside 100%. down. Hundred percent, Reno. I can't imagine. Uh, I, you know, when you're a comedian, you're basically self employed. And how how many years have you been self employed? I mean, over twenty five, all of it, right? Yeah. So, and now all of a sudden, you got a guy telling you go get that nail and bring it back over here. Like it's I, it's not I'm, for me. It's my buddy that owns the company. Okay. So I'm not in a, I didn't just start off with a bunch of kids who are 19, you know, like, Hey, fat ass, you bring the Bobcat around here. You know, it's not like that. It's, I'm just saying, really I couldn't just trying to hide. Like they're, they're trying to find somewhere to smoke. They think I'm like the cops. Cause my friend <laughs> owns the company. So like they come out of the porta potty and they're smoke. They're like, yeah, this makes it not stink in there. And I'm like, dude, I don't, care i've been a comedian for 25 years i'm not a oh, cop it's funny oh it's funny kids are trying to hide stuff from you from me yeah <laughs> it's like when my kid won the dare award my kid won the dare award everybody in the school he goes to catholic school every parent's head's like what what <laughs> what happened did he donate money to the school or something i'm like yeah <laughs> that's my boy how how weird was it for you then then during that so what was the uh what was a, the biggest chunk of time where you didn't do stand up? Like my mine was what January, February, March. Mine was like the first week of March, and then yeah. I, I don't think I performed again till July. I, I, I could be off, but it was. What was your long? It was a couple months. July. Yeah, four. Yeah. Four and how, how did that feel? Feel because. Obviously, there's a lot of negative things. We all have friends that were servers or own comedy clubs or comedy clubs that went yeah. out of business 
or whatever. Did you like going, doing the construction job? And then when you were done, you were done. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I love it. I'm still doing it now. I'm going on the road on the weekends, Monday through Thursday. I'm still doing it. I do my brain. I can't sleep because my brain spins out. This will knock all that out of you, man. I mean, to the point where at least I can, at the end of the night, it's not like we get when we get off stage and we go back to have to go to the bar, go to the hotel, and you're laying there and your brain's just freaking wigging out. This is I get up at six o'clock in the morning and I'm like busting my ass until four. I don't get there until eight thirty, but I mean, you know, till four o'clock. By the end of the day, I, I told my wife, I'm like, if I could really make money at this, this might be. I might do this. Yeah, like it. It really. But the thing, what it did was. I got a lot out of stopping. I was in one of those ruts writing wise where I was just kind of, Oh, I can throw that out there. And I haven't done that joke for five years and that, you know, and stuff like that. And I was kind of coasting a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And this was a great smack in the face. Like, dude, everything's gone. So like at the beginning of this, I had these chunks that I'd already done on specials. and I was like, gone, gone, gone. Cause I was still doing stuff that I was already on an album and I shouldn't be doing that. I got lazy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, I'm I'm the worst. Uh, when yeah. I write, I, I do this. I, I do this thing called stacking. So if, if I do a bit about, I went to a restaurant and I saw this couple fight. Right then, how I write is I don't get rid of that story. Now I'm at the restaurant, see a couple fight, and then this other couple comes in, and then this thing happens. And yeah. then on the way leaving the restaurant, this thing happens. So it's like a totem pole. Yeah. Like so, I always do. You know, and I see online and we, we know the guys are like, I don't repeat anything, man. Beginning of the year. It's all brand new. And yeah. And then you go, yeah, that's why your act sucks. <laughs> yeah. You piss for seven months. So I can I talk for that. 50 minutes. I enjoy yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's, uh, but it, it is a kind of a weird mind frame of just letting go and not thinking about, I, I was the same way I was going through. The, the most and listen, I've I've kicked it back into some greatest hits because when you haven't sure. performed in five months, yeah, yeah, getting on stage, you, you, you got to like, in the beginning. Uh, so what's with all the no toilet paper, And then you just do something you know that sure. until you get in. But it's been a, yeah, it's been a weird. Well, I, I I can add to this because when I went to Tampa for the first time uh, after COVID and, you know, hadn't performed in months, scared to death, didn't know how it was going to go, forgot my own bits, forgot the names of the bits. Like that scared me. Like I remember the being the green room going like, like, okay, let me just write out the bits. So I go like, Oh, what did I call that? (laughs) What I called that. Um, So, but, but I did by the end of the weekend, to, to point to, to Reno's point, like it's a good, like having that time off was great because once I got by, by the end of the weekend, I had like 20 minutes of stuff that I just been sitting on thinking about that after I got comfortable with the crowd came out and was like, Oh wow. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm better at this than I thought. Like, you know, in terms of like, trusting myself like i was so worried like oh man it's gonna be from like starting over as a kid again yeah but it's not that it's it's like okay well i've been doing this a long time 
that muscle memory will kick in. I know it's going to, and then, and it kicked in and I was happy. So you're right. I got like probably when I go back out there full time, I'm probably going to at least get like 30, 40 brand new crap. And I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Now you got to put the greatest hits in there. Because, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm curious. Like so, some, there's a lot of comics that would argue against us. And you know what? Their shows at Largo, they can do that all day long. If you're, <laughs> if you're doing, you know what I mean? If you're a road, I'm a road. Yeah, right. road uh, it's, it's different. Or yeah. And I'm not in the cool kids camp. Uh, of comedy and yeah um, we're not trying to get our seven minutes on carson right <laughs> yeah or just oh shit uh, i peaked years ago are you kidding yeah, me i'm not <laughs> I, I had a show <laughs> yeah here's the deal right we're I'm all done. i like construction yeah <laughs> like we know how I, I don't know how old you are john i know your age and in you know i'm the big five oh here's what i figured fellas we have the the next let's say six years might be the heaviest lifting and then we're full on almost senior citizens and we just do all those senior citizen shows and yeah. guess what they're going to be our age there's no more talking to a 19 year old that wants you to do a bit <laughs> about a funny text you got from somebody yeah pull out your phone and you do all that all these young kids they, they can have their smarminess um mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, and we'll get a free round of golf after the show too. Get a Gated community, <laughs> but having you in, pick up some herpes and a couple of titles. <laughs> I'm at yeah. I'm at the Jimmy Buffett Resort in Florida, dude. I'll be like, <laughs> hey, I'll be like, hey, Reno, are you holding? Holding what? Some of those Viagra's, dude. Yeah, man, I'm rock hard right now. I you think. got the blue ones. You got the yellow ones. What you got? <laughs> they gotta have Viagra gummies at this point, don't they? You'd think so. Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but I, they I, got it, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> Has, you know ha- so having to do a uh, day's worth of work, um, has, and then when you go off and do comedy, doesn't it make doing stand-up funner in the sense of – I don't even know how to say this. I got lazy because I've done comedy for 30 years. So I got lazy in a sense of even after last comic, when I, I was traveling every other day doing stuff, I really wasn't working. I mean, I, you're right. working, but you realize how much time you wasted and mm-hmm. how much, I, I bought uh, an old house in Michigan, like this old farm, this old farmhouse is like 200 years old. By the way, you want it? Want to help me hang cabinets? Come this I week. would. We'll, we'll do a show. I can hey, I'm going to be at the show. comedy castle. Oh, that's not till January. Yeah, I'm. That's I'm, by I'm, you, though, right? I'm there in no, in November. Um, but yeah, yeah, I bought the, this house is 200 years old. That's awesome, man. Um, I I don't know how to do anything. I fixed the belts on my washing machine. Now this sounds right. That's the easiest, the most easy, like the easiest thing you can do in the world. No. I watched a YouTube video. I bought the belt. I got it. I put it around. I go, there's no way this, this thing works. And I fixed it. But this was, this was a big John Heffern becoming an adult. Uh, John Heffern pre COVID. I just would have used some Amex points and bought new shit. Right. <laughs> right. Brand new one and went, okay, this one, I want a cool looking silver one with that cool window, not the one that looks like it's at a laundry mat and you got to right. put the change in and go chunk, chunk, and your tie box comes out. Right. <laughs> and it, it feels good to actually like do stuff, even though I have it. And if you're watching this and you know me, you kind of know that I'm lying. No, but- I know you fixed the lawnmower, John. 
I fix a lawnmower. Um, See, I can't do that. I don't know anything about engines at no, all. Even uh, I have, I have cabinets. That I, so if, if that I could do, I could do the cabinets, no problem. But like, no. I know how to change oil and put gas in it and an air filter. Other than that, I can't. Right. When people are like, "Oh, take the carburetor out," I'm like, "Ah, nah. <laughs> nah. yeah." I. You mean take I, my thumb off the side or? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I, I didn't mean that. Uh, right. Yeah. Be, what you do is you could do uh like you go perform, but you're also like this. Not a handy like a, uh I can fix the roof at the comedy club. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. How about this? How, I, the next in you know February, March of of next year. Hopefully, when the world's back, I want to walk into a green room and I want to see. It like really trimmed out nice. Yeah, some shoe and, mold, and they'll be like, molding. "Fucking Reno was here, yeah, right?" Guys, like, like yeah. you know, every sit, like every time I perform, and the mic stand is sideways and it doesn't stay. And it's Corny <laughs> yeah. Adams was there two weeks before me. Right, and right. smashed it and did his thing. I love Warren Edmund, but he'd smash it. You can always tell what comic was there. Oh, yeah. You think, uh, if the microphone. So I want to come see it nicely. Maybe some shiplap. Go, oh, Reno was here. He put like some, some subway tile in this. Yeah, that's I would do it in a heartbeat. Honest to God, just so the whole day I wasn't sitting in the hotel, like, uh, you know, just to yeah. get in there. And I, and at this point right now, I would do it. I'd go fix a comedy club. Right? I'd film the shit out of it too. Like I would just go. It'd be like bar rescue, but it's like I go in in the morning. Doing stage, the thing, this is great. And do a show at the end of the night. Well, how about this, Rena? Okay, I'm jumping on you guys. I want you guys to build a brand new club, dude. Build a brand new one in the middle of all of us, you know, like filled the dreams, like build it and they will come. Let's build our <laughs> own stupid comedy club. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll design it the way we want. Here's what I mean, we you do. guys could do that, right? I'll I'll sit back and wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, I'll do 20 and you guys good luck with the load in and load out. We can yeah. do pop-up. I'm not even trying to jump onto this train. You guys do pop-up show. There's okay. Every place is out of business now. Every storefront is for lease and there's nothing going on. So, Reno, you get there the night before and you build out a comedy club. The stage looks <laughs> different every time. We, we, we have 24 hours to yeah. create a pop-up comedy club that looks legit. And you build it, you film it, and then we do the show in, in, in all these little towns. Dude, and I think that'd be awesome. Every little town has a storefront that's in their yeah. home thing that's for that just for lease. We need it for we need it for two days. Wow. Or we that's find we find a restaurant that's struggling during all this. We just build a stage. And go in, build the stage, set them up. They can keep the stage. They yep. can keep whatever they want. And we just get a rush of people to come back and they can eat outside. We could do this. That'd be great. We could get it sponsored like a home like a Lowell's or Lowe's. We just I say lol. Lols? Like lols? I've never seen lols. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. that Home Depot thing? Yeah. Yeah. The- <laughs> I, say, I say lols wrong. I say S- Etsy. 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 I can't. Okay. Etsy. I went to summer like, school. Can, can you I'm say Pinterest? Guy in the world. Um, yeah, we build out. It's a pop-up. Um, I love wow. it. Wow. Uh, I like it. I like it. We just build stages, it, and we can have like a, a work truck. Look at how I'm on this all of a sudden. The the it, and we have 
tools. We get it sponsored by a tool company and we just show people and we're kind of like, um, uh, who are the, like, like Jehovah witnesses where everyone shows up to help us. No, Amish. 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 Jehovah's Witness, people try to make them go away. Yeah, people oh, run. The, people don't open the door for them. Yeah. Yeah. The Amish. The Amish, yeah. they have Amish. like a barn raising, and the whole town comes up, and we pop up this huge stage, and then we have surprise guests who come out and do a show, and it all goes to a charity or whatever place and we, we want to pick. Stage, and then people can break down that stage, or they could use it and do whatever we could torch it at the end we could have like a humongous bonfire fire and then have a blowout party <laughs> oh. where people come from all over at the end of the night we just cook it that's awesome dude. fireworks <laughs> boom and we're like see you next year <laughs> yeah we have a bonfire <laughs> we have a bonfire where, yeah, where we burn this deck we okay. burn it down yeah. <laughs> For charity. For I love charity. it. <laughs> and then we take off. Like we gas it and it explodes and then we just fly off and bop. Yes. Oh, oh, man. You film that whole thing. That would be amazing. And I know I'm going to go on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> and Bert Kreischer's already done seven episodes of this probably. Yeah. We just created it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, real quick, uh, because I don't want to ignore the people that are uh, watching us live on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter. Um, and because my, I see my name in the comments, um, someone says, what happened to John Reap's Patreon? Um, I, yeah, I, the Alan Jackson, do you want to address this real quick? Or is it too many people on the screen? Let's get the Alan Jackson. Whoa, here. here he oh, is. We've, we've we never had four at one time. Now we got Alan four. Do this. four. Let yeah. Alan talk. Oh yeah. So Patreon, uh, John's Patreon is country-ish podcast Patreon. You got to go search for country-ish. On Patreon, but John's—that's how you give to John's Patreon. No, what, don't we have one for Heffern and Reap too? Right, but he was asking about John Reap's Patreon. Oh, but we well, got one for Heffern and Reap, so we got so, both. Yeah. Okay, everybody, you I'm here. John Reap's Patreon. Tell him to go to Heffern and Reap. That Reno and John's going on. No, I'm here, everybody. I'm here. I'm hey, Alan, can you drop out Heffern so I can just talk to Reno real quick? <laughs> hey, Reno, John Heffern is in a barn right now. Are you? Yeah, look at that shit. He's got yeah, a tractor right. behind him, and he's outside, and you can see his breath. It's so cold. Hey, my man. See, dude, that's work. Hey, how about this? If there's anybody listening, I'm, I'm jumping on. So if anybody is listening or you're on Facebook, if you have an indoor place, will we fit 100 people? Yeah. What do you need? 100 people you think we could write yeah, so at? If they can hold 220 we could put a hundred in there. Well, yeah, but if we, if you, I wonder what some of the laws were. If we find just, you know, what we can do, I, dude. You can do circles. That's what they're doing for oh, concerts, yeah. where you buy a circle, and your group stays at one table inside the circle, and everybody's six feet away. Could outside. we? Could we do it? I, uh, I can't show you the the stuff in here, but this barn could could hold forty people easy. <laughs> so we could do it. If Let's anybody out there has a barn, um, you have to sell for us, by the way. You have to sell 100 tickets for us. Um, Why don't we make the ticket price so crazy that only 40 people will buy it? <laughs> yeah, we'd have to. This would be a special thing. We're not We're not talking just a, a, a comedy club with the word chuckles in it type thing. We're high-ending it here. Yeah. We have Reno doing some, some awesome work 
And what he could do is the stage that he gets, we can give to people for their Zoom meetings or whatever that they have. So they'll be able to leave with this stuff. So we'll charge our ticket to be 55 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we could also, we could give, you know, if we build the stage nice enough, a lot of places have parks and stuff like that. My kids, there's a playground that they used to play at when they were little that had, it looks like a stage that's in the playground and the kids get up and dance and sing and stand out there and jump around before they go get on the pirate ship. So we could donate it to that, or we literally could catch it on fire. Like and whatever yeah. the people that yeah. buy the $50 tickets want to do and we right. could torch it. It's your idea. You want to give it to the like our own Burning Man. It's our own like right. yeah. yeah bonfire Burning Man. You know you could actually sell extra tickets to just the bonfire. Maybe you don't want to see us perform at all. You just want to go to a bonfire. <laughs> you just want to catch us on fire. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Let's do it, I'm guys. Good. I like this idea. We need to work on this. Um, we've Plus been we going to redo the inside of the, of the restaurant. If like if it's in a restaurant or a bar. And you had something you had to have fixed. Come oh, in yeah. and knock that out too. <laughs> right, guys? Yeah. Right, guys? <laughs> yeah. I can't hear you. <laughs> You're breaking up. I'll fix uh, the damn bar. Reno, you got any gigs you want to like coming up before January? Yeah, I'm going to Charlie Goodnights uh, in November 5th through the 7th. Okay. And then I'm going to the Grove in uh arkansas where where in arkansas is the grove it's northwest arkansas dude it is Is a fantastic no it's up in the northwest up by fayetteville and all that okay it's where walmart is where walmart started oh okay all right that little town first of all it's a freaking black the club is fantastic it, I, honest to God, dude, both you guys should be going there. You and it's a, packed. Can you make a phone call for me? I'd love to. You to get things done. Reno no, will get it done. I can do it, buddy. You okay. will be booked there tonight. Send me <laughs> your avails. You too, Reap. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll have both of you doing shows at the fucking Walmart. How long would it take us to build a stage? If we went into a, a, a just a, a square building. Do we already have everything? Are, are the I think it's the only crappy part. It's winter, so traveling might be get tough. But there's no way I know salespeople. Let me tell you something else, hard. dude. It's really hard to get lumber and stuff right now. Lumber prices have gone through the roof. What about yeah. asbestos? Asbestos, we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, so our, we'll have the stage with out. lead paint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by Peta. Come check us out. <laughs> yeah, four pills. So lumber's tough. Well, it's uh, tough, yeah. So it's expensive, but we could figure that out. Grab if somebody had behind you. Would your wife know if you if you got those drapes or curtains? Yeah, we could bring the drapes. Yeah, <laughs> we could take whatever you want out of here. You want some china? Yeah, look at all that. Yeah, this house. I didn't nice. this place. dude. You this got a nice like, china set. Yeah, dude. This is like Liberace lives here. My wife. We're moving. We're getting another house. So, um, not Liberace not a, lives here. Yeah. Without showing more of your house, that, that China, can you? I don't want you to reveal your thing, but can you go back to that China? The China? The China thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Blair Witch. Um, my stepdad was on oh. the FBI, so that's oh, his stuff. I like that. And there's look my grandpa's the glass, coffee the cup. stemware. No, I, I saw some glass. Oh, hey, look how that stacks. This is hey. nice. It's like, it's like poltergeist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever gotten a little bit tipsy and uh, 
My wife went through the oh, ceiling right I, there. Wait, what? In the attic. <laughs> she fell through the attic? We had a few glasses of wine at Christmas, and she went up to get some stuff, and she had just had this place gutted, and her foot came down through the dining room. <laughs> so, yeah. So what'd you do? I told her to stay up there because I knew if she saw it, she'd completely lose her shit. So I brought her wine up in the attic and gave her a bottle of wine, and I came down and cleaned it up and got all the drywall and everything out. But you saw it up. How long did that take? She was up there for two weeks. It was like two hours. No, no, it wasn't (laughs) fixed. It just it was taped enough to hold the big piece of drywall that. But her foot, it was like Christmas vacation. Like it's like dank. So her her foot was (laughs) her her foot was just hanging from the wall. Yeah, out of it. Uh, Hey guys, I have to read this comment we got. This is great, John. Super dirty right here. There's a genre. Sorry, (sighs) there's a genre of adult film. Yeah. That has to do with that scenario. Somebody's oh, stuck porn. The ceiling? No, it's called stuck porn. Yeah. Oh, so it's not the construction angle. It's the <laughs> it's the, the, the fact that someone move. is stuck, stuck, stuck and, and they can't get out. And then the guy walks up and goes, well, and then hey. he's up there. And then she, while they're stuck, to, isn't that illegal? Yeah, yeah, it's rape. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's usually like a wife who's trying to put in a garbage disposal. Or her hand. You're allowed to do that, but I, I got you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you well, didn't say she was yeah. working, but it's the whole, it's the whole genre. Yeah. Speaking of John, All right. was, hey, listen, guys. Uh, Michael Enderly says, I got $100 cash right now for tickets, and I helped set up. I'm pretty sure I could get Crankshaft for, or Alex Larson, blues musician, and a fellow Corey Adam to come on out for my four wheel drive. Okay, so this guy wants to help us build a it stage. Was build it. Yeah, right. but I, I think the move, fellas, is you fix up something. Um, you know what? I we could do it in a dog park and build like a really cool. Uh, people are outside. Are we doing this before COVID ends or after? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so if it was now, it would be tough. So I guess let's we have wait to wait till let's get it like in the first quarter of 2021. Like, yeah. Okay. How about this? How about for uh, $5,000 a piece? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we show up at people's houses and we do fort comedy where we build a fort with <laughs> and their kitchen table. We throw a sheet over it. We make a cool fort and then we each do 20 minutes uh, in the people's fort that they built in their that house. They built. I'm and into that. And I'll, we'll also people. do landscaping. <laughs> yeah, and, and then we'll fix if you got like a cabinet that's thing, but it's $5,000 a piece. So for yeah. grand. Right. We're not shaking hands. We're not doing meet and greets. Oh, no, yeah, this is after COVID. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah this after is COVID. <laughs> no, I, I would do a fort show. I will come to your house and you can give me COVID for $25,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll roll the dice. But for yeah. Five grand, I will do my entire teaching monkey bit. And then you give me COVID and I leave. <laughs> Actually, then, then Reno will walk around your house and destructure stuff. Like yeah, then I'll just start ripping shit apart. And that <laughs> this way. is all wrong. And then, I don't do any building. All I do is demo. Like yeah. I will come in and trash your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, pick yeah. somebody else's house. I will go to somebody's house and trash their house for twenty five thousand yeah. dollars, and I'll beat them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is oh that my cool? god! 
Anybody? Guys, we've been going really long, John. Okay. Yeah, we were gonna we were gonna uh, nail it down and, and be shorter. Yeah, um, we, we've, this is the longest podcast we've had. <laughs> I gotta say, I've had a blast. I yeah. haven't seen John. I haven't seen you in forever. And Reap, we've talked, but I love seeing you guys. The guys that are our age, you know, I turned fifty this year, and I know you're younger, John, but. Heffron, you and I are. I'm 48, but I'm only a year and a half behind you guys. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, when I see guys like you guys, I get excited. Like, I'm like, fine. I can say whatever I want to these two guys, and they understand (laughs) where we came from, and they used to be allowed to, and they're not going to be like, I'm calling or whatever. I get I get like a good feeling. It's almost like when I see my friends from high school or college and I'm like, oh, I love that dude. This is <laughs> like that. I love it. I think there's something in our in our stage building thing, even though, by the way, the, Reno, this is all on you. Me and John know how to do nothing. That's OK. So we'll, care. we'll we'll be like the, the managers or we'll spot check you. We'll just kind of. No, you'll go get lunch and shit. No, I'll do some stuff. You just tell me what it is. Give me an assignment. I can do it. I can figure Building stuff a out. stage. You can use a shovel so you can dig the footers. You can mix water and concrete. I mean, you could do a lot of stuff. Man, yeah, there's a lot you could do. Now I'm getting I'm like happy and excited. Now I'm getting pissed off because hey, I'm guys, going guys. to dig a damn hole. I'll bring somebody else. <laughs> They'll do it, but we'll film you doing. It. Oh, we're yeah, good. yeah, we'll do just it. for some but shots. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> just for B, get some B roll. Yeah. All right, everybody listening, please think about the fifteen thousand dollar fort show. Um, I love yeah. that idea, dude. And if I did that, I you think of how cool if you if you paid for that, how cool a fort you'd build for somebody. If you had $15,000 to give away to three comedians to do uh, an hour and a half of comedy and then leave and you think of the house that they would have in order, we could have the best fort probably. (laughs) You know what though, dude, if it was me that did it, I'd be like, I'm going to pay $15,000. I'm going to terrorize these three assholes for an hour and a half. <laughs> it'll be like, it'll be a, like, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. Hey, catch this M80 in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like the movie Saw. We're going to be tied up in somebody's basement. Going, oh, yeah. You said idea. you could fix a lawnmower. Get in the garage, mother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm from Hickory. <laughs> oh, oh man this has been a fun 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 episode we're yeah, gonna call cool. this episode because jeff richards was on here before you reno Dude, you know I, lo- I wanted to talk to him he's another one i haven't seen in forever man yeah i mean uh reno was out there in la when i first got out there and then we all I stayed lived right above jeff yeah we all stayed the same i slept on the the floor and the the couch there at jeff's place while you were staying just one uh room above us pretty yeah. much uh with a bunch of other comedians that was a what was the name of that place palm royal <laughs> yeah, in studio city yeah Gosh. there was nothing hey that- uh john reed what shoes are you wearing right now let me see who, who wants to know why you ask you want to take bets you got want to guess let's make a game out of it reno what kind of shoes am i wearing nike legends i'm gonna go man john's pretty relaxed i don't it's too cold for flip-flops and i don't see you in crocs so i'm going to go ch- i'm gonna go slip on chuck taylor's whoa 
Heffron's the closest one. They're called Hey Dudes. Oh, those hurt my ankles. I like those. Huh. Very, yeah. very comfortable. You know, I don't normally show my feet on the podcast, so I like to be comfortable. I was just going to. How do I even? What? What? I don't know why we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Don't <laughs> CNN me, man. <laughs> Did All you right. see where that dude pulled his wiener out in the Zoom? <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. CNN. What is this? Some sort of work boot hybrid shoe? Yeah. John, they're called steel toe boots. That's what us farmers wear. <laughs> Never heard of such a thing. Why would you have steel oh. toes? Uh, oh. No, I've used to have a pair of those. You don't realize how unflexible. Uh, well, well, now we got to find out what Reno's wearing. I don't have any shoes on. Oh, let's see your oh, foot. Though. People love this. Let me see your ingrown. Do you have an ingrown toenail? <laughs> no. I have dirt on the bottom, though. I went to the garage to get Diet Coke. Yeah. Hey, Reno, you go. You should go back and look at the old episode of Heffern and Reap. Or, I mean, I don't know if I want you to do this again, Heffern. He, John's got I'm sorry. ingrown toenails. I'm sorry. Carhartt. Oh, do man. I? Dude, you went full in, didn't you, Heff? He's freezing his ass off, man. Yeah, well, hey, Reno, you know what's funny? It's like this, you know, me and Heffern do this podcast. He's the guy from Michigan, Detroit City Slicker. I'm the hick from Hickory. Yet he's the one in a in a barn right now wearing <laughs> still, you know what I mean? He's got ingrown toes and a freaking baby tooth he just got pulled out. Uh, yeah, I get it, right? Yeah, it's gone. I'm going to crush it. Hey, you uh, had a baby tooth. You had a baby uh, tooth still? Yeah, <laughs> I got a. Rep- I got. I don't know what I. That yellow looking thing. Yeah, and I don't know if I should get like a thing put in, or do I just hick it out and you hick know? it out, dude? You already got the boots and the shirt on, right now. Just I'm gonna start dipping yeah. on. I don't yeah. even know what what teeth I have. Put like Which- a chiclet in it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it on the podcast. Let's do it live next episode. What? Not my tooth. Pull your tooth. On the podcast, it's already out, right? No, it's it's it needs to go because it, it, yeah, it's like castaway. No, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, he had a root canal and, and and talked about getting the baby tooth pulled. It's still in there. That little yellow looking brown tooth, yeah. is a baby tooth. It never Dude, fell out. Stuff, that's the worst, man. Teeth, like you, will you break? Have you ever broken one? I was at oh, Columbus oh. Milk Duds at the movie theater there, and I felt like a pull. You know, like I ate a big wad of Milk Dud, and I'm and I felt a pull. And when I yanked it, I had a half a tooth. Yeah, duds. So my, my parents were right; my teeth did fall out. Alan, do you have a picture of my toe? Um, still, we uploaded it. I'm gonna I'm gonna show Reno, and then next week, John. Oh ow. my god, you're kind of wet too. Yeah, you in the pool. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure those are di- uh, that's diabetes. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure I have diabetes, dude. Your toe has Peroni's disease. Yeah, they're kind of gross. It's like yeah. the, the curvature of a penis. Okay, we're done, Alan. We've seen it. Reno, Reno saw it. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, fellas. All right, good times. Let's wrap this up, Heffern. All right. Um, go to all the the things that that pop up. Whatever Alan's going to put up the Patreon and in the um, subscribe. Um, what else? Should we try to get a guest for for next? Reno, you weren't here earlier. Reno, the reason why we're here is I reached out to uh, some people to get them as guests, and <laughs> um, 
I'm, I'm laughing at the comment that Carrie Klee put up. She goes, uh, oh, not, not the toe, the toe again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We had some real comments about the toe. They 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 don't like it. Um, my friend Shannon is the only one that said that she would do it. Um, she's a, a Fox News anchor. Yeah. She's one of the nicest. Uh, her Shannon Breen. Yeah. Dude, she's why didn't she do it? She said she would love to do the pop, but I think she she's on air or doing actual news like right now. But I reached out to Debbie Gibson. She ixnayed me. Like I, the mall I, singer? The girl yeah. from the younger day? Yeah. Yeah. She's I've, hot. Um, I've always had a crush on you're her. You're friends with Debbie Gibson? You know, she sent me a heart. I also said happy 50th, and she sent me. Um, so I reached out. Uh, oh, the mall singer oh. is Tiffany. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, uh, I'm sure... Debbie sung in a mall. She was, uh, she was pretty though. Both yeah, of them. Yeah, she was. Um, I reached out to some last comic standing people who I was with, and I got excuses that uh, my internet connection's too bad to do shows. I reached out to some other comics, and everybody had a reason why they couldn't. So I'm an anti um, most comedians. Well, what you about- can call me, dude. I'll do it. You'll do it. You'll I'll do it. I'll be your guest next yeah. time. Yeah, you been reading some of this. You know, I, yeah. I write every day. I don't have time for a podcast, so I crank out new material. Well, John, I mean, <laughs> yeah. if you want to try and get, <laughs> if you want to try and get somebody, let's just make it a thing. We'll just throw it out to our friends last minute, like I did with Reno and Jeff Richards. I mean, you know, the day of. Um, oh, Josh Blue. Does anybody know Josh Blue? Love Josh Blue. Does anybody have his number? <laughs> who we could get out uh reno do, do you have any friends who can who can we yeah get out Wait, reno give us your phone yeah yeah um, <laughs> us, um... why don't you get cable guy on here i've had him on country ish um i don't know he's just throwing stuff at his tv <laughs> <laughs> seriously he's fired up dude. i know dude get him on get him on quick before we talked for we talked for like an hour on the other podcast, and yeah. I didn't know we were going to go down the roads we went down. I'm like, oh man, he'll he's take you serious. down a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Oh, I wish we weren't leaving. You know what we should have done, fellas? And um, then uh, we, we should ask just a random guest, somebody who who's been chatting on here. We could just figure about about you know like the, that so and so is a person in your neighborhood. We could have just did a little crowd work. We got somebody on here. But that, anyway, can you time. do that? That would be really cool if somebody could send a comment and then you go, hey, I'm going to put you on here. We could. All I would have to do is say, send me a, a private message in the messenger on Facebook or whatever. And I would just simply send them the link like I sent to you. And then Alan would let him in here. We, we could do that. Yeah. So we'll do that next time, John. How about that? Let's make that an offer for people because I feel bad. We didn't really get to a lot of these comments because we had such amazing guests on. Um, but we see your comments. We're not ignoring you. I mean, we kind of are, but I mean, you know, we're not trying to be purpose. entertaining. We'll yeah. get you next time. But, um, okay, Reno, I want to build the stage with you and we got to perform. Can we, we have to do one of those shows. I would, I would first. absolutely love to do it. Um, we couldn't do it by the end of this year because I think it'd be too hard. And then bringing stuff to some, unless where what what state I'm are in you in Nashville? We could come here and do it. Oh, gee, I could go visit 800 Pound Gorilla, dude. That's my guys too. Those are my guys. I got two. I got albums with them. Yeah, yeah. I do too. 
Come on. Right. See, there we go. You know what we'll do? We'll make Damien set this thing up. Ooh. Yes. And then. Uh, what, what's a Kathy Madigan report will we'll get her to do a set? Yeah. Yeah. The color, oh, what's the what's eight hundred times eight, three? He's doing these probably <laughs> twenty four. Twenty four hundred yeah. pound gorillas. Like, yeah. We'll do that. We'll make them pay for it and we'll put their name on it. And uh Dude, if either one of you guys ever wants to do anything, I'll do it. I love that about you, Reno. Yeah, yeah. I like you. You're a go-getter. And if anybody calls looking for a show for me, I'm going to tell them about you two guys. Yes! <laughs> hey, Reno, where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, you or know, wherever Facebook, you want them to go. Twitter, at Reno, Collier. I started doing Twitter more, but I don't know how to, like, I tweet stuff, but I don't have a check mark. That don't matter. What's your Twitter handle? At Reno Collier. I don't want one. I, but it's they just at, me. like your name, at Reno Collier. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to stick okay. to it. Yeah. And Facebook. Got it. John, Good John, deal. John, you have a cow or something over there? What are you doing? I'm trying to figure out how you would turn out a butane heater without burning it off. There's no, <laughs> there's no off switch. There's an on button. Use but... your steel-toed booze, boots and just kick it over. <laughs> Come on. Be a man. Okay. All right, right, listen, we got to go. But, John, we have a new outro. So I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you, Reno Collier. Rate, review, subscribe, and share. John, great to see you, buddy. Yeah, take care. For John Heffern, for Reno Collier, this has been Heffern and Reap. We'll see you next time. Bye. You've been listening to the smooth sounds of Heffern and Reap. The show is over. But come back next week, same week time, same Heffern channel, for more comedy conversations, music, age, church, and the life and times of the quarantine comedian. Always expect the unexpected, and who knows where the conversations will go. And as always, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Peace. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They have run and reap, have low self-esteem. So please validate them by ranking them and making them seen. So no matter what you do, 